All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to Make It Plain, Wayne, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So today, I'm going to talk about dad bod. And uh, <laughs> I'm not only going to talk about dad bod, the, the title, I'm going to talk about dad bod that I've seen, uh, how you know, how it's registered you know, with me and, and how I've interpreted dad bod and also for me what it means to have a dad bod, getting one and fighting one and losing one and, and trying to understand, you know, what just happened. So I think it was maybe back in the in the I want to say my early 20s when I was I want to say at the peak of my, you know, running world. And uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm a runner. I was recruited to run. I ran the 110 high hurdles. I ran the 400 hurdles. I ran relays. I ran sprints. I loved it. I want to say I loved every second of it. Uh, Well, I say 90% of it. (laughs) 10% was a learning curve. You know, sometimes it was tough, especially the hurdles going up three inches and me not growing three inches. I am not over six foot. So I had to basically become Spider-Man to run these hurdles. So four in the hurdles, easy. Great. Great. I know most people would want to throw up if I told them, you know, let's go run some four in the hurdles, but Hey, that that's what paid the bills. That's what I was good at. And later, later I gained the confidence and, uh, mindset to run it well but dad bod so early in my 20s I'm seeing these magazines people magazine and blah 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 and they're all you know talking about dad bod dad bod dad bod girls like him with his dad bod he's sexy with his dad bod and so I'm like what like I've I've been you know Watching everybody go to GNC and, you know, especially everybody that wasn't a runner that was just beefed up and, and, you know, yoked and looking strong. I've been watching everybody that is not me that has the body that society says you should have with the arms, the abs, the back, the legs, the calves. I'm watching them work so hard to build these muscular physiques, you know, whether they're... (laughs) coming from prison, coming from a gym or a football program, or they're a bodybuilder, whatever it is. I understood that that was the bod, muscle bod was what you were supposed to have. So seeing the dad bod raised up in popularity was like, wait, what? I, I don't understand. Well, As I'm looking through these magazines, I think it was maybe like a People magazine or an entertainment magazine. um, It was showing these actors with their kids. And yeah, the the dad bod is a body type, but what's in front of the bod? A dad. So, you know, later in life, I started to understand Man, the most important part about that is the dad in the dad bod. And I'll I'll break that down a little bit further as well. But going through that transition of seeing 
people that I know are chiseled, toned. I mean, you got like the cast of 300. All these guys are like in the greatest shape we've ever seen men in in their lives. You know, they're like the way Captain America was built before Captain America, you know, came on the screen for the movies and Thor and um, who else has been ripped? I mean, there's been a couple other guys, but. Oh, yeah. Let, let us not forget Michael B. Jordan. Every woman secretly wanted to go back to the see Black Panther for Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I want to see Killmonger. Um, so. The dad bod, though, it, it really messed me up because I'm like, I've been I've been spending, working, driving, sacrificing my time, my money, my energy to be this. 160 pound sprint winning gold medal machine. And I thought people liked that. <laughs> I thought I was cute. You know, I thought I could get girls to wave at me. Hi. Hi, Wayne. <laughs> Wayne's world. And then the dad bod? I'm like, well, I'm not a dad. I mean, I could have that bod, but I'm like, I've only seen guys get that kind of bottom drinking, you know, too many dollar bottle nights, <laughs> you know, imported, exported beer, whatever, whatever your, your choice is. So I'm like, all right, let me just turn the page. Let me go back to my life, back to reading Maxim magazine and watching the Daily Soup, watching Chappelle show. And, <laughs> um, you know, I don't, I don't think keeping up with the Kardashian was Kardashians was out yet, but I think it was just bubbling up. Um, I think it was the Hills at that time, but what does a dad bod mean? And like I said earlier, the most important part is the dad. And let me be honest, growing up, I always wondered, like, man, what happened to that guy? He was the greatest running back. He was the greatest hooper. I mean, crossover, baller, you know, like the dude was like immaculate with his game. He was so nice. And I'm like, what happened? Runners, same way. I one of my best friends told me he was like, man, you runners. He was like, y'all fall off. When you fall off the track, y'all fall off hard. Y'all are wide and all offsides. And I wanted to like argue with him, but I mean, he's right. You know, when our body doesn't know what to do with these calories, they just sit. <laughs> and at that time, I mean, when you're running and doing everything you need to do, you are a high calorie burning machine. You just whatever it is, canes, Chick-fil-A, a whole watermelon. You just inhale that in two seconds and go out and you're somebody's champion. You win. But. You're growing up and you see these guys with that gut. And what you don't understand is that gut comes from paying all the bills, making sure everybody's awake, getting the class on time, school on time, attendance is good, making sure that this team has a good coach, that everybody's doing their hills and, oh, these kids don't have shoes, so I guess I better, you know, save up a couple pairs of shoes. They don't have cleats. None of these kids can afford, you know, Under Armour. 
So I, I, I better get them a couple of shirts for underneath their football pads. That gut comes from sitting down at that chair, negotiating on how to make the lives of these children and these kids that we're coaching better. That, that Buddha belly. <laughs> yes, it does come from a lack of performance. Yes, it does come from maybe sitting down behind the desk too long. Yes, it does come from too many potlucks, too much fast food, too many calories, not enough exercise. Yes, it does come from that. But there is a care and concern and a level of responsibility in that gut. (laughs) And I'm not saying that every man with a six pack is evil and every man with a gut is a saint. I'm not saying that. But what I have found and what I've seen over the years, when I go back and look at the people that have impacted my life greatly, I don't want anything bad to happen to their bodies. I don't want anything, you know, to to happen bad, you know, sickness wise. But I'm thankful for the the dead bodies because had it had it not been for them, you know, and (laughs) that dad bod. Where would I be? How successful would I be as an athlete? How successful would I be as a man without them taking the time to not go work out and work on me? the mind, the soul, the body, and making sure that this young man doesn't make any of the mistakes that they made as a young man. Or that this young lady, come on now, let's take care of these ladies out here. These little girls are one day going to be women. They're going to be our doctors, our lawyers, our mayors, our governors, our senators, our congresswomen, our presidents. Yeah, Yet the mold what you want in the future. And so when I see a dad bod, I'm I'm not too quick to judge now because I'm like, I've gone through it now. I've looked down and seen the gut and I'm like, woo, we bowling tonight. <laughs> I'm like, what? Where did this thing come from? Well. I have a daughter. She was born in uh, August. And, you know, six months, six months is, you know, puts us in the spring. So that whole time we're trying to adjust and take care of this new, beautiful child. I am not sleeping, which sleep does burn fat. Sleep is our superpower. Don't forget Please, please, please make a way. I'm not sleeping as much. That's normal. I mean, what parent do you know that sleeps eight hours a night? And if they do, wow. <laughs> they're either doing a very good job of getting that sleep or they're doing a great job of neglecting something. Maybe they're not even in the house. <laughs> but I'm not sleeping as much. I'm not eating really the things that I should be eating because I'm just I'm just grabbing stuff and just throwing it in the microwave or I'm picking it up on the way home and I order enough so that, man, maybe I'll just eat a little bit here, eat a little bit there. And then you get back to work from that time off and you're just running constantly. Coffee, 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 calories, coffee. 
we build a dad bod really fast and we don't realize it. And they say it, you know, maybe takes three days to break a habit, three days to create one. I believe that 100%. I really do. I really, really do. And sometimes it's okay. It is okay to run into what I ran into, which was a younger version of myself who challenged me on what I can and can't do, what I should and shouldn't be doing. And yet, it's <laughs> you can't have a dad bod and be a great athlete and have somebody look up to you and give them excuses. Because if you've coached the greatness into them, they're going to turn around and coach the greatness right back into you. And in this case, oh boy, I'm a track athlete trying to explain to a mixed martial artist where I'm at in life. <laughs> so it's a, uh, it's just a different world. And if you don't have kids, it's kind of hard to understand because if you let yourself go, a lot of people don't realize that not all weight gain is the same weight gain. Some of it is tied to injury. Some of it is tied to medication. Some of it is tied to depression and self-esteem. And in my case, you know, the, the funny thing was I got so busy doing everything else that I stopped caring about my image. And I made this, <coughs> excuse me, I made the mistake of going out and buying bigger pants. Uh-oh. So now I'm buying clothes to fit my mistake. Yeah. So I had a friend, a friend of mine, challenge me. I'd love to have him on sometime. He's a personal trainer and, and owns his own uh, gym. Loved to, love to have him on. He challenged me. He gave me a fitness challenge. He said, I want you to do these six exercises for uh, a week. And I want you to tell me, you know, what it does for you. And the, these exercises actually reminded me of uh, a, a series of workouts that I would do twice a week when I was running. They were very similar, had a little bit of challenge, had a little bit of spice, muy caliente, <laughs> a little bit of spice in there. And I'm like, wow. It really pulled out the dedication in me. It, it really challenged me, the workouts that he did, which is another podcast I can definitely have, not just with him, but it's good to have somebody in your corner to keep you motivated. And that's why I believe, you know, at least 50% of the people out there, you need a personal trainer. They're going to give you the motivation, the dedication, and the mindset that you need to get going. So he challenges me with this workout. And I believe at this time, I want to say I was, let me see, looking at, Maybe my daughter was about maybe six months, seven months old. And then right, right around the summertime, I want to say right around the summertime, I started running around the same time that usually she would wake us up. So, you know, babies, I mean, they're going to have you up at 3 and 5 a.m. for a while. And after a while, I mean, you, you can go back to sleep and then, you know, hit the snooze button or whatever, but... I was just like, nah, man, I'm up. Let me just be up. So I started getting up at about 
uh, about 5.30 in the morning to go run. And that, it really helped me get a little bit of my edge back. Only problem was, you know, my weight was fluctuating now because I've got so many things going on. I'm eating like I want to eat, whatever I feel like. I'm running in the morning, which is, you know, basically pretty good cardio, but I'm not getting the, you know, chiseled physique like the old days. So I'm like, what, what do I have to do? Then, boom, the opportunity comes along. I'm hearing about this guy that does a, a thousand push-ups a day, a thousand crunches a day, a thousand lunges a day, a thousand pull-ups a day. I'm like, God, who is this guy? Was he, you know, this guy like some kind of martial artist? Is he like Donnie Yen or Bruce Lee or, you know, Michael Jai White, Wesley Snipes? I'm like, who is this guy? It's Herschel Walker. Legendary Herschel Walker. He even won a mixed martial arts fight. Hall of Fame running back. I mean, just amazing guy. And I mean, he's, I won't say he's twice my age, but the man is older than me, outperforming me. And can still run a, a very a, a quality timed 40. Excellent care of his body. He, he's read books. And for him, I think what was funny was he didn't have a dad bod when he started training. He was actually just, you know, kind of a chubby kid. And I mean, I think kids are cute. I don't think we should be bullying them and fat shaming children. I don't think we should be fat shaming anybody. But kids picked on him and gave him a hard time. And that ignited the fire in him to get going and start doing, you know, his push-ups and sit-ups and uh, lunges between commercials or during commercial breaks. So the fire was lit in me to do my Herschel Walker, (laughs) my Herschel Walker-ish type workout. And, uh, you know, I I was able to get up to, you know, maybe uh, 600 push-ups a day. And I could do the lunges and and all that, you know, about that same number. The ab workouts were pretty, uh, um, I was able to go over and that number pretty well. Um, But God, it just took so much time. So I'm like, God, what can can I do to supplement, you know, for all this time? Like, what, what is it that I can do? Then it hit me. I'm looking, like, what am I really passionate about? What do I really like to do? I like to run. Oh, no, don't don't say that. You're done running. You're done. You can't run anymore. We're done running. Well, through a series of events, I started training and running and looking toward the master's track meets. Now, here's the thing. Everybody has a passion or a drive in them. And I even had a guy tell me he won't pick up a hockey stick anymore because it's just too too painful for him to even think about anymore because things didn't end well, so he's just got to leave it alone. I get it. But there are still things that pull the passion out of you and ignite you in a way so well that, man... Maybe I should get back out there. So powerlifting, if you want to hoop, 
if you want to swim, golf, whatever it is, get back out there. I started, um, I came into 2019 about 200 pounds and dropped 24 pounds down to 176 as we are sitting here and speaking today. So for me, it's not that the dad bod is gone. I won't say that because, you know, in a sense, I feel like I'm always going to have the dad bod because I'm a dad, but it's it's just not going to look like it. (laughs) So if you see me with a six pack, sexy dad, hey, I earned it. I earned this thing. But if I'm doing it, you can do it, too. If I'm fighting, you can fight, too. And I hope that you're encouraged enough to understand that things can and will happen. If you're looking down, you cannot see where your uh, band of your underwear meets from the sides to the middle. That's all right, man. It's okay. You let yourself go because you had something more important going on. But now here's the serious part. We have to take care of our health. We have to find out what it is that makes us better. I had to stop eating at these restaurants and these places that taste so good. I had to start making smoothies, fruit smoothies for lunch. They were filling. They were great. They were delicious. I didn't have any kind of special powders or anything. I just made fruit smoothies. (laughs) Now, the thing that helps was I have my wisdom teeth taken out and I am in my 30s. So having your wisdom teeth taken out in your 30s is not like having them taken out in your 20s when you can just bounce back. I I was on a soft food diet for almost two months. So smoothies were a way of life for me after um, the first week of the wisdom teeth being pulled. But I have to kind of be thankful for that. Sometimes you'll have something that slaps you, knocks you around well enough to look at where you're at. And it's a slap. And after that slap, it's hard enough to make you think a little bit differently. It's hard enough to make you say, man, I might have to change some things. But guess what? Once that day passes, three days later, if you don't change it, you got to go through something else. And I'm seeing this now. And people will do and and buy and associate things with that compromise. And we just keep doing it to ourselves. And honestly, what I feel like we need is a little bit of sharing, a little bit of motivation. Because guess what? The old school way was to be hard on you, mean on you until you, you know, find a way to make a change. Not really necessary. Not for me. Because if you go out and you talk to people and interact with them the right way and you know what really motivates them, now you're talking to them. Not everybody has the Rocky montage. Not everybody has Mick to yell at them and holler at them and get them going and fired up. We're not all rocky. So if the same, if if one speech and one workout doesn't help everyone, why would we keep doing it? 
And see, here's the thing. There are some things in that old school mentality that are solid gold. That work ethic, that respect, that love for and respect for family and, and loyalty. Beautiful. Great. But the way we interact with people and their mind is going through severely different things than we did 50 years ago. So the way they're received now has a myriad, a multiple effect compared to the way they used to be. So, oh my God, dad, bod. If you got one, cherish it. I'm being serious. If you got a dad, bod, cherish it. Because if you have it for the reason I think you have it, it's because you care and you love your kids. It's because you care and you love where you're at. But please don't let that dad bod hurt you. When you get to the point where now it's been years that you've had a dad bod and you can't breathe right, you can't sleep right, you're achy, your joints ache, you've got the reflux, you've got all these issues showing up because you just need to get your body to a better place. That's where, for me, it's a little bit sad because I know, I know for a fact who you are. I know that you're an all-star. I know that you are a rock star. I know that you're a champion. I know that you're a warrior. I know (laughs) that you can chew nails and spit out bullets. I know that about you. But you got to remind yourself and you got to find the little pieces It's like the little pieces of the armor. It doesn't fit right now, but I'll tell you what. Start with one thing at a time. Put the helmet on. Then go put the shoes on. The belt's not going to fit. We know that. The belt's not going to fit right now. But keep putting on that armor as you see fit. And keep marching uphill. Please keep marching uphill. Your Achilles are going to burn Your knees might ache a little bit. Your quads might start shaking. You might have that that butt burn. (laughs) The lock up, booty lock (laughs) as you're going up. But hey, three sets of five, four sets of eight, whatever it is. Please keep going. Go rest. Get as much sleep as you can. Don't plan on snoozing. And don't plan on not getting sleep and just drinking more coffee. That's dehydrating your body. Hydrate your body. Sleep well. Feed well. Be well. The dad bod is so much more than just a look. It's a culture. It is a result. Um, It's a lifestyle. And, and, And for me, I know if you have that dad bod, it, it means one of two things. You either got it because you love and you care and you sacrifice your own body for the success of someone else. Or, man, you you hit something. And it it hit you back harder than you hit it. If that's the case, hey, let's get back up. Because I I tell you what, these ladies out here, postpartum, they're dealing with something too. And you're going to have to hold their hand and go through it with them. Because postpartum is much harder to deal with than dad bod. And they're going to need not a leader, but a helper as well to hold their hand and help them get back to 
the beauty queen, <laughs> the ice princess, the dark phoenix, the domino, the black widow, the Captain Marvel, the Wonder Woman, whatever it is they are that makes them feel respected and loved, that makes them feel powerful. They're going to need that out of you, too. So if that's your story and I'm talking to you, great. If that's not and I'm not talking to you, I'm not talking your story and you want to hear that, please let me know. You can email me or you can send me a DM. I would love to chat with you, love to interact with you all. But hey, I love you. I hope you love me back. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you soon.